Welcome back to You Are Loved with Hope Happens Here. Um, in this episode, we've got Coach Joe on with us to um, talk a little bit about his role at school and also just about mental health and athletics in general. So thank you for coming on and agreeing to do this. I really appreciate it. So to start, just talk about you in general, like um, just about your life, your athletic career, and then like your role at the school, just anything about you. Sure. So I'm originally from the Bronx, uh, moved to Vermont when I graduated high school. Um, we've been married 30 years. I have two wonderful daughters, 19 and 24 years old. Uh, they're great uh, young adults. And I've been in my own business. I have a retail store uh, going on 40 years. Um, and then I've been coaching um, triathletes or individual athletes, as well as master swim programs for the last 12 or 13 years. And I coached um, a competitor, an age group athlete uh, back in 2016 uh, to the Ironman World Championships, where this athlete uh, flew me out and I had the uh, privilege of coaching um, at the Ironman World Championships. So that was really cool. Um, from the coaching standpoint, it's um, not common to be able to uh, coach an athlete to the, cha- the World Championships, the Super Bowl or triathlon. And yeah. to clarify, the Ironman distance um, is a 2.4 mile swim. 112 mile bike and a 26.2 mile run oh my gosh yeah so which takes me to uh my athletic history Mm -hmm. and i started at the age of 40 i learned how to swim and since then i'm now 58 uh i have completed three boston marathons i qualified for the boston marathon new york city so i probably have done 15 marathons uh countless uh triathlons and a seven-time Ironman, and I competed in the World Championships in 2014. Um, it was cool. It was 14 years in the makings, and I competed in the World Championships in 2014. Wow. It was the best ever. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know any of that. Or I know some of the Ironman stuff, but not all of that. Wow. And which is interesting to note about the 2014 Ironman, and I just mm-hmm. really want to be clear for the listeners, it's really less me telling the story of how I got through it. Mm-hmm. But it'll explain a little ba- bit about what qualifies me as mm-hmm. a sports enhancement coach. Yeah. So in 2014, uh, 10 weeks before the Ironman, um, I felt a pop in my hamstring and I completely separated and tore my hamstring. So it was detached, the semi-membranosis, the proximal hamstring, I completely detached. Oh, and I finished the race with a detached hamstring. Oh. When, when I got back, um, Columbia Presbyterian, New York City. Um, oh, my gosh. Four months of rehab uh, reattached my hamstring. Oh, my gosh. So that's where I'll say the race was 95 percent mental. Uh-huh. And all of what I learned as um, a triathlete and my mental approach and we'll uh-huh. talk later on, I took that into my daily life and the sports enhancement or SEP program that I created. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. So um, with uh, like coaching, how do you like coach or this is just this is, doesn't have to do with the podcast, really. But how do you coach someone to do an Ironman? Like, how do you guys like go to the pool or like, how does that work? So, you know, it's, so my program, so the way I coach, so I have my, I have a coaching philosophy. Yeah. The coaching philosophy is I coach the whole athlete. Okay. So we, 
start backwards. So uh -huh. just as an example, you want to run a marathon. Okay, you want to do an Ironman. Great. Really broad Ironman. And then I want to finish feeling good. I want to finish in a certain time. I can swim. I can't swim. My strength is the bike. So you break it down and get really clear mm -hmm. And in our life, in school, and yeah. athletics. So every day, there's objectives that lends itself, so say, to the goal of Ironman. So you mm -hmm. wouldn't just go train uh, on a day as if you're going to run a 5K. So you yeah. always have objectives in your day that lend itself to the goal of Ironman. And similarly, lacrosse, field hockey, soccer, mm -hmm. it, it's the same. It, it works the same way. Yeah. So a lot of patience. It's um, coaching um, Ironman or Ironwoman um, for, as a coach, it's unbelievably labor intensive because you literally have to look at each week mm -hmm. and see how they're doing so it's usually three up and one down three bill weeks uh 10 week iron man build but you have to look at it how they're feeling mentally and physically yeah and you create their plans on a weekly basis tailored to each athlete gotcha wow that's i don't know if i'd ever be able to do an iron man but that's so cool i'm back um, good <laughs> so um yeah do you want to talk a little bit more specifically about um like uh how you think mental health um plays a role in athletics and like what what you specifically do at our school for um yeah. athletes and what the MP program is yeah. so first i want to start by saying everybody everybody has something to deal with and life is about dealing with problems and we're all going to have them so if somebody tells you that life has always been rosy and they haven't had to deal with anything they're not telling you the truth mm -hmm. so the difference for all of us and mental health um you know obviously can be more severe as far as depression anxiety mm -hmm. it's our, our ability to deal with issues and circumstances and certainly physical and psychological demands in sport environment uh, mm -hmm. may predispose athletes um, to develop depression. On the yeah. flip side of it, you know, participating in physical activity uh, can increase self-esteem, reduce stress and anxiety. Yeah. So, you know, some of it's, you know, nature or nurture type of thing. And I'm certainly not an expert, a therapist or psychologist, mm -hmm. but my role at the school and, and it, for me, it's so simple, mm -hmm. meaningful conversation. You know, if you think about it, when things are bottled up, uh, emotions, whatever it might be, problems, mm -hmm. sometimes as simple as having somebody to talk to. Yeah. And I'm that neutral person that you can have conversations mm -hmm. and just go a little bit. So I have a background in, I work um, in lifestyle medicine as a lifestyle a wellness coach. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with, um, I'll call them patients who have had either minor or major health issues and helping them, them, their journey to becoming healthy, whether it be um, guiding them is nutritionist, is um, psychologist and the wellness doc, um, mm -hmm. but just helping them with their plan and really good listening and good questions. And it's something they have to do. I can't motivate you. I help you motivate yourself. Yeah. You know, the sports side of what I do, again, is really simple. And it takes the gift of gab, which I think I have. <laughs> and, and you can't be afraid to ask questions. So I, I'll never forget this. And I, and I say this a lot. Um, I was talking with somebody and explaining my program. And mm -hmm. I was explaining to them some of the tough questions that I'll ask student athletes that sometimes adults or coaches are afraid to ask. 
Mm-hmm. And this person said to me, how, how do you dare ask? Mm-hmm. And my response was, how do you dare not ask? Because it is my responsibility mm-hmm. as a community member, as a human being, as a father, and as a coach mm-hmm. to ask tough questions or uncomfortable questions because it's for their benefit. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot walk away with if something's on my mind without appropriately asking those questions. Right. And more times than not, a lot more, um, student athletes are receptive and mm-hmm. are surprised that an adult or a coach is even asking that question. Yeah. So, um, you know, my role is to ask those tough questions, to show care and empathy, um, to be a voice, to be an ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and, it, and it's that, and it really is that simple. And then it goes back to the foundations of SEP, Sports Enhancement Program. There's a foundation. And the foundation is, and you, you're aware, we did a lot of this in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, again, I'm planting the seed. So how do you feel? I don't know. How many times do you ever ask yourself how you feel and how you want to feel? I, so how many times? <laughs> uh, like when during lacrosse season every day. <laughs> and, and, and we're trying to build that skill. Yeah. Because it's really important as you, you come into school and you might be acting or feeling a certain way, but not mm-hmm. understand that and be grumpy or anxious and whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So it's an awareness. So, you know, over time you become aware, I'm grumpy. I'm, I didn't get enough sleep. And when I don't get enough sleep, I'm grumpy. So I'm aware of that. So how do you feel? How do you want to feel? And then what's my goal and how do I achieve my goal? Mm -hmm. What do I want? And this goes back to, I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to have a good practice. I want to enjoy school. I want to enjoy things. Mm -hmm. Great. And then, so what are the objectives of the day? That's why we meditate, reflect before every practice or take five minutes to think about what it is you want to do. I don't know. You can ask some of the other students, student athletes, who really thinks about what they want to do that day? Mm-hmm. You know, quiet your mind. So it's that opportunity. So, you know, meditation, visualization scares people, but all it is is a time to have that structure. So I'll share um, a lot of coaches, great coaches, mm-hmm. will ask players, okay, um, what is it you want to accomplish this year? Mm-hmm. So they'll go down the line. So the first three or four will say something. The other eight will repeat what the first three or four said. Mm-hmm. Or a coach will ask, hey, you know, I want you to be mentally tougher. I want you to be mentally stronger. I want you to be more. T- I want, want, want. Mm-hmm. And either they don't have the time. They don't give or help players understand the how. Mm-hmm. The how to me is really simple. So my role as an SEP coach at Hartford High School is mm-hmm. to give student athletes the how. How do I change my emotion? How do I enjoy practice? How do I write my story? Yeah. And again, goal and objectives in mind is kind of the template and we flesh it out in conversation. Yeah. Are you in you are your role is to have meaningful conversations. So if a student athlete is struggling, can they come like straight to you or do they have to like talk to their coach or can yeah. they just so so we have a great relationship with all the coaches and the coaches before the season starts, we have conversations where, look, if I'm taking a player aside, it's mm-hmm. important. We're not talking about what was for lunch and yeah. they understand that it's an important conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. So I'll just share, you know, a personal story where mm-hmm. um, 
I'm too familiar with. So um, uh, my best friend in the world, Hank Lang, uh, mm -hmm. his daughter um, had a severe bout of anorexia. She was institutionalized. Mm -hmm. My daughter, oldest daughter, went through a not so severe bout of anorexia, an eating disorder. So mm -hmm. I would qualify myself as having a keen eye for that. Yeah. And so I've had conversations, shared, you know, kind of blindly my story a little bit to open up the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then when I was able to get some student athletes from various, various schools mm -hmm. to open up and that they were struggling um, with restricting their diet and yeah. then able to get them help sooner than later. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, a little bit more about uh, the SCP program and stuff. So when when you're talking about sports enhancement and the um, like mental side of athletics, what is like your big um, like what are you trying to teach other than like teaching the how? Like, right. I, I'm, I guess I'm asking like what what's like your daily routine look like for this program and like how, how is that benefiting the athlete? So, well, on its basic level, if mm -hmm. all I do as an SEP coach, if yeah. bare bones, create an environment that you feel more comfortable and relaxed, mm -hmm. you're going to learn and pay closer attention to the coach. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. that, that is basic form. Mm -hmm. So what we're, what I'm trying to do is, you know, if everything or some things are better in your world mm -hmm. and you come to practice, yeah. you're going to be a better athlete. You're going to perform better. You're going to listen uh, better to your coach. Mm -hmm. So it's not one thing that makes us the person or the athlete that we are. It's yeah. 15 or 20 things. So hydration, nutrition, social, emotional, mental, a wide range of qualities that make us who mm -hmm. we are. So as an SEP coach, I'm helping athletes be the best person they can be. Yeah. And in turn, it makes them really the best athlete they can be. So, you know, yeah. life is crumbling around you. How mm -hmm. are you going to focus or concentrate on sports? Mm. Yeah. That makes complete sense. And I remember, like, going to lacrosse practice, um, I would look forward to, like, taking the time out of practice, like, in between my day at school and in between practice. It was nice to have just 10 minutes to, like, reflect and think about what I want out of this practice and like what piece of the story this practice is and how this is working towards my goals so I know it's 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 nice to have that like chunk of time where you just think about how you're feeling and how you want to feel and how you're gonna or what your goal is for the day and how you're gonna accomplish that goal and stuff and so um like I recommend to people listening if you don't have like coach Joe running um like 10 minute or running like a meditation or um, a scheduled time before practice, maybe taking that time for yourself to think about um, your day at school and focusing all your energy on the practice ahead, because you really can't be the best version of yourself on the field. Um, separating all the bad stuff that happened that day and all that from, you know, so it's, we write our story every day. We write our story in order to live. And we're yep. writing it whether we realize it or not. Mm -hmm. And you'd rather realize it. So yeah. that five or 10 minutes to write the story that mm -hmm. you want. And, you know, most athletes will walk off the field and I'll ask them, you know, what did you do today? I don't know. Well, you should know. Objectives, yeah. goals, you know. Yeah. So 
again, it, it, at the very least, if you're not, if you're afraid or it bothers you, the word meditation visualization, look at it as five or 10 minutes to think about what it is you want to do and how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then be able to walk off the field at the end of the day and say, yeah, I did some of those things, mm-hmm. those objectives that lend yourself to the goal. And there was another piece that I stumbled upon um, this season working with soccer. So we like to think we're rational beings. Mm-hmm. We are not. Yeah. We're emotional beings. Okay. That drives us. That drives the train. Mm-hmm. So um, I have an injured Achilles and rational Joe would say, the therapist says this, the doctor says that, just do it and you'll be healthy. Mm-hmm. A coach, I should know better. I wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. So the rational part throughout the window, I wasn't doing it. So, so someone's words become our thoughts. And mm-hmm. then in between what leads to the actions, we yep. have to name it to claim it. Emotions. So why all of a sudden am I on it? Um, I remember how much I love running. Mm-hmm. There's that emotion, the love of running, and that I miss running. I've yeah. signed up for another big event. So the fear of not being able to train and be with my buddies, that social piece. So what's driving me now, I'm aware of. And mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. A lot of that happens automatically. So some people are highly motivated. Yeah. Or if you're only motivated by fear and you're over that fear, maybe you stop training as well. So it's, again, words your thoughts and then in between thoughts to actions, connecting emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how you said that. Um, so, um, this is a pretty broad question, but like, why do you do what you do? Like what made you want to do this and run this program at our school? So the answer is going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. I want to be the coach that wasn't there for me. So, you know, back when I went to school and graduated, boy, I wish mm-hmm. there was somebody that could help me with these parts or aspects of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I realized over time that they're not there for my daughter and coaches and coaches don't have the time. There's a lot of great coaches, especially mm-hmm. in Hartford. Oh, my gosh. They mm-hmm. just don't have the time. So that's part of why um, I've created this program. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I really like that answer. Um, and we, we appreciate you. Like I remember lacrosse season, like there was a, there was like one day you weren't there and we were like, okay, we're, we're ready for coach show whenever. And they were like, Oh, we're not doing that today. We were like, well, threw us off. We were like, yeah. <laughs> off for that practice. You're we like, well, then what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Um, so we really do appreciate what you're doing and the soccer team appreciates what you, what you're doing. And, um, Personally, I think, I think our lacrosse team, lacrosse team did as well as we did because we had that scheduled time to reflect and to set goals. And I think uh, some of our success is definitely because of you. So thank you for doing this for us. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And I guess um, my last question is like, what is your advice to athletes um, who are struggling with their mental health? but love the game and want to keep going, but sometimes it's negatively affecting their mental health. What would be your advice? My short first easy answer, just talk mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah. It, it, it starts that way and, and it can be very complicated, but mm-hmm. just talk with somebody. Yeah. And, and, and that's the start of it. And I, I will say that adults need to be accountable Mm-hmm. because 
in a nice way, the students and student athletes count on us for safety. Yep. Count on us to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And as we know in the news these days, uh, the adults have let a lot of student athletes down. Mm -hmm. And that's not Hartford adults. Yep. Um, uh, there's other adults. Hartford is a wonderful place, let me tell mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Coaches and administrators and parents. Um, but sometimes other areas, other places, adults have let us down. So it mm -hmm. um, let student athletes down. So uh, I take that responsibility uh, mm -hmm. extremely or very seriously. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you have anything else to say? Like any other? Yeah. Um, this is the only thing I want to do for the rest of my life, this program. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been successful as an athlete and my business. Uh, this program, um, continuing to work on and grow and mm -hmm. uh, curriculum. And yeah. we're doing a lot of research more than ever this year, meaning research. Um, analytics to prove that what we're doing um, is working. So we're working with other schools as the control group in the research and obviously um, Hartford Sports, um, the group that I'm coaching there. So we'll be able to collect some good data and uh, proof of concept here. Um, yeah. My goal would be, and I, I say this with a straight face, is to have this program in every high school in the country. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think that'd be yeah. so beneficial. So having said that, Mm -hmm. these two young adults they're in their 2020s yeah are thriving yeah thriving that's awesome so there's struggles and there's really difficult times and mm -hmm. some struggles are bigger than others yep um but i will say that things always get better yeah and you know they always say there's a uh you don't want a permanent solution to a temporary problem yeah um, so there's things do get better Thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I always love talking to you. I think that everything you have to say is so awesome. And it's great having conversations with you. And it's great having you as a coach. And Hartford really appreciates you. And, yeah. I, don't I, and, and I, I say this and I am sincere. Hartford is a special place. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the administration, the AD, the coaches, mm -hmm. and the students. Oh, my gosh, how they are united. Yeah. Whether it be football, lacrosse. Uh, mm -hmm. soccer field mm -hmm. hockey yeah that group supports each other in a positive way mm -hmm. and you know you don't you don't see that you really yeah. don't so um man i'm lucky to be here yeah thank you we're lucky to have you Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of You Are Loved with Hope Happens Here. If you're interested in getting involved with the podcast, you can email me at hamiltonc22 at hartfordschools.net or you can DM us on Instagram at HHS Hope Happens Here. Always remember that it's okay to not be okay. You are not alone and you are loved.